Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your line so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Hello, and welcome, everyone, to Beamer Blog Talk Radio. I'm Rainy Hale, so this is Horse Thursday. And today is Thursday, August 3rd, um, and I'm super happy to be with you all today. Um, as you know, Thursdays are one of my favorite days. I get to spend with all of you and my amazing co-hosts. Um, before I say hello to Cindy, I would like to remind everyone to please grab a pen and paper. We almost always are going to have something you're going to want to write down, um, an event coming up or somewhere to find some great information, um, so you want to be ready for that. And then please press 1 on your phone if you want to chat with us. As you know, this is a big part of what our show is all about, is hearing from you. Questions, comments, testimonials, stories, any of those things, um, that's really what we want to want to hear about. So, And please use us to practice your testimonials. We all can use practice with that. So um, use us for that. Um, all right. With all of that, I do want to just do it as a reminder, though, for this show, we do need to keep it to horses with the horse unit and really stay away from anything medical. So, um, But as you know, that gives us a ton to talk about. Um, okay, with all of that said, um, I, Tiff is going to try to join us at some point today, but um, uh, Cindy is with me now, and she's back from what we missed her last week, um, and so I'm looking forward to hearing how her event went. Uh, good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Rainy. Good morning, everybody. And I uh, hope you're having a nice, cool <laughs> cool summer day, <laughs> if there is such a thing anymore. I've kind of forgotten what it's like, but... <laughs> um, yeah, la- last week was just a local event. Uh, I went with some friends who had, um, uh, it was an eventing clinic, and so um, they brought five different horses there. So it was interesting because there's there five bay horses. <laughs> and, well, one of them was, was a mare, but, um, you know, it was still... Um, it was interesting because each horse responds a little different than I had. I needed to be there early because it was going to get hot and there wasn't a lot of shade. So um, it was uh, an interesting thing on one of the horses where um, he had not, he's had, they've all had sessions before with me and, and had used it kind of regularly. But one of um, the geldings was a junior horse and or junior rider and um, you know we'd only used program one on him before 
And because this was, you know, he had to go through several different classes and it was a, you know, longer thing, I decided a longer time period he was going to be out there. Um, I used a program too. Well, um, he was a lot more lit up than um, his writer had ever handled before. And, you know, interesting, because I haven't really noticed that so much. You know, every horse is different. That's what we always say. But um, it was it was tangibly different using, <clears throat> you know, granted, he's in a different place and, you know, different locations, so more things. But this is a very typically a very mellow horse. So, um you know, we tend to get, I think, a little bit over, we take things, I don't know, you, 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 it's not taking for granted, but you kind of get used to saying, oh, yeah, I, you know, alternate sessions once the horse is used to it, et cetera. But um, that was a reminder to me that particularly we're not going to try anything different um, before the horse is ridden. Now, he, it wasn't, he wasn't, you know, He wasn't unable to be handled, but still, there was definitely a difference. And um, we just uh, need to remember that these animals are extremely sensitive, much more so than we are. So um, that was my little lesson for the day. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, those are things that we don't. Right, we don't always think about necessarily, especially with you know a horse that has had Beamer before, and you kind of know how the horse responds to Beamer, um, and and who knows had that been at their house, you again like you said, yeah. it might have been different, um, and you might not yeah, have gotten the same response. Would be. But you add yeah. all those heightened experiences all at the same time, and the horse is like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, it, yeah. it was uh, it was uh, a lively. I'll say it that way. So, um, oh, fun. But but I like that, you know, we're Um, still learning about Beamer after all these years, you know, and we're still surprised by it, too. Well, and I think that goes with, you know, we're dealing with the idea of Mm saying, yeah, exactly. Pay attention to the horse. Uh, Everybody always wants to say, well, what do you do in this occasion? And, you know, and they they always you know always say quick answer a quick question. Do you have just a few minutes? Quick question. I go. There are not yeah. a whole lot of quick questions out there. And yeah. you know, it could be this or this, and you change that, and it could be this. So um, we just need to remember to pay attention to that individual horse. So um, remind reminders are a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Anyway, I am. Since it's the beginning of August, you know that uh, we get the corporate newsletter that comes out on the 1st, and they've changed the format a little bit recently, And but it still has sections, you know, starting with messages from Albert Bosk and uh, then going through kind of the different departments, and there's this, uh, the equine section is still there. Um, I know not everyone has a chance to necessarily um, go through those all the categories, but remember you want to click on the equine section because there's uh, the newsletters in there, and the July newsletter is <clears throat> focusing on um, recovery issues um, due to you know the summer heat, and so it's called uh, 
The headline of the newsletter is Beamer for Recovery, Equine Treatment for Injuries and Summer Training. Find out how Beamer Equine Care can help your horse bounce back faster from injuries and hot summer training days. So um, there's some good tips in there from outside resources and uh, a fact that I didn't know uh, you probably do, Rainy, but there was a comment to say that, you know, when when a horse is subjected to probably um, significant ac- exercise and it's hot as well, um, that, they're, that they can raise their body temperature by 1.8 degrees Fahrenheit every minute. Um, and that can lead definitely to overheating and some you know, combined undesirable effects that you need to deal with and uh, that Beamer can be very helpful in these circumstances. So this kind of information where we kind of offer some factual comments, you know, for owners um, or riders and then, you know, how Beamer integrates into that and can be um, influential in helping um, that's just perfect for every customer and every prospect that you have. So I highly encourage you to take a look at the newsletter and forward it out. I mean, that's what it's there for. So, um, you know, and this is a way to be able to kind of keep in touch with people who've said, oh, I don't have the money right now or um, you know, I'm too busy, I can't focus on it, or I'll think about it later, etc. You want to keep in front of them with information that, that has some value content to them. And uh, this is just a way to do that. So um, that's what I've been doing this morning is, you know, sending out <laughs> this, this uh, newsletter to people and, you know, just reaching out to see how they're doing. So, um Remember that staying in touch is really an important part of building a relationship and offering them something without saying, are you going to buy, are you going to buy? Just saying, here's, you know, here's some things to think about. Um, you know, depending on, like, you know, they, during the summertime in a lot of places we have to change our whole routine. You know, instead of, you know, planning to yeah. ride and have a lesson at 11, you know, you might be at the barn at 7 o'clock in the morning instead, or you might stay late at night. Um, so we have to be flexible for the best for our animals. Um, and, you know, this is a good newsletter, so I encourage you to take advantage of that and share it with people to kind of just tell them, you know, you're thinking about them and, you know, to have them have, um, you know, it's a positive impression or it supports Beamer's um, reputation for wanting to educate our customers and uh, to provide some kind of value to them. So, you know, that's definitely yeah. a recommendation. Yeah, Did absolutely. you have any, any comments at, when you read this? Yeah, was, I was, yeah I, I'd only skimmed through it um, because just today is, is the first day that I can actually, like, do all this stuff during the week. Um, so I've just kind of skimmed through it, but I usually always start with the horse, the you know, the equine section. So I just want, like, if everyone, if you've gotten the email and you kind of scroll through and you see, oh, there's some equine stuff there, but I can't really tell what it's there, you really have to click on that because once you open that page, from there there's, you know, a whole bunch of links to so much more information. I mean, 
I just clicked on this page just to kind of so I could really write it out or read it out for all of you of what's on here. There's there's links for their studies. There's re- links for the research. There's links for um, there's stuff about sales. There's links to 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 the couple of two equine blogs. There's links to the newsletter. So and and so you can really pick and choose for every one of those sections that they send out monthly. Once you open the horse portion of it, there's multiple links in there for different things that that are easily, um, you know, set to other people. And so you can kind of pick and choose what you send to who. Um, and so I think just if you haven't actually just gone through that, I think, you know, if you just kind of looked at it and go, oh, there's some good information in there, but you hadn't actually, you know, opened it up and really looked at how much was in there, I think I encourage you to do that because there really is a, a yeah. lot of information in there. So, Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And then um, I think we mentioned it before, but there's, um, it, you know, it is highlighted also in this one is that is the um, new short video of uh, Sarah Lockman, who is our newer dressage ambassador from the U.S. And she's going to, she's been doing really well this year. I think she's going to represent the U.S in a, a number of events, international events next year. And uh, it's a little, it's just a two or three minute video of how she uses it personally and for her horses. And that is, again, an excellent video to be able to send, particularly to someone who would be either an eventer or a dressage rider, because they're going to recognize her name. Um, and that's an excellent tool to be able to use um, you know, when you're talking with people about something that's relevant to them because these ambassadors have, have you know, celebrity status, if you will. Um, the other thing that, uh, looking just at the IBD Facebook page, <laughs> if you haven't looked at a while, you have to look because uh, someone, I think it was Leanne Carroll, who, who has made a little, a mini Beamer horse blanket oh, yeah. to fit on a briar <laughs> horse. And, oh, my God, it is the cutest thing. And it's it's technically pretty darn accurate, too. And I'm going, gee, she, you know, yeah. this could be, I don't know if she has, you know, some kind of a 3D printer to make something like that or how, she, yeah. how that was done. <laughs> but it's quite impressive. So um, that is just, you know, there's a whole there's a whole potential market there for that, I see. Um, but what a cool little marketing tool that, that, that she's created. So um, definitely check that out. It's pretty darn cute. It, it definitely um, is. And I had to kind of do a double take. I'm like, wait a second. Oh, it is really not a real horse <laughs> or the model. You know, it's a mini one. Yeah. So <laughs> Well, and she chose the model. You know, it's that gray horse that looks Perfect. a lot like, like our Beamer horse, you know. Well, or one it, of the almost ones identical because it's even got – yeah, it's even got the dark hooves in the front and the white in the back, and yeah, it's it's almost yeah. identical to that to that image horse. I yeah. know, pretty impressive. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that, that was too. So yeah, definitely um, check that out because it is adorable and, and accurate. Even like the back piece slides back too, like like in, you know, it's, yeah, so it's you know functional. <laughs> yeah. Well, not functional because it doesn't have the beamer signal in it, but it's functional in the fact that it can be moved. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Um, do we have anybody, or has Tiff joined us at all for any that we have? Tiff 
has not jumped on and nobody has any questions for us yet. So, Okay. Um, I do have one other thing, and that is that it, we just posted it today. It's live that the next um, Beamer Academy for the Equine Academy, the One Day Academy, is going to be Monday, September 18th, and that is posted um, today. So, um, again, that is not, there's no charge for that. Um, you are able to, um, you are able to bring guests, but they do have to register. We need separate registrations for each person. And um, that's really, those are really the things that I had to kind of talk about today. So we're relying on you guys to say, um, you know, to tell us what's going on out there and what you need help with. I know a lot of people have been talking about going to events, and um, I've had a lot of phone calls with people asking questions, but um, don't know what you're interested in hearing about today that we can help you with. So, All right, well, we got, we've got one taker. <laughs> Got one taker. We've got area code seven one three. Area code seven one three. You're live on Blog Talk. Hi, Rainy and Cindy. It's Sandra in Houston. Uh, Hi, Sandra. Hi, Sandra. In hot Houston. In hot, hot Houston. <laughs> um, yeah, could, you, um, could you clarify what you just said about the um, Equine Academy? Um, because it was my understanding that this is for distributors only. But then you said, I thought I heard you say guests. So could you clarify? Yeah, yeah uh, I can clarify that. It's, um, it is it's designed for distributors, absolutely. It's for, primarily for our distributors. Um, right. But we've gotten to the point where um, most distributors have taken it at least once. And it is available for um, guests, but I would say, you know, use some common sense with that because a lot of what we talk about is internal information, and uh, therefore it's not what I would call um, – the way that the regular academies work are also open to, quote, guests, but it's not like every customer you have. It's, it's, for, it's designed for people who are really thinking about being a distributor, and, you know, they just haven't made their mind up yet, perhaps. Um, yes. the, the corporate approach is that is to say that we get a lot of, um, is, is we get a lot of sign-ups of new people after they attend a basic academy. And that same premise is, um, is maintained also on the Equine Academy, even though the circumstances are a little different. So it's not... It's not designed so that someone can say, well, I don't know anything about the horse set, but I'm going to sell them and I'll just have my customers come to this. Uh, that's right. really not so, the appropriate, appropriate use. So, so a, customer um, got a, a customer who has the horse set who may or may not have an interest in doing the business, uh, but, you know, there's always more information there than, you know, I could possibly ever relay to them. Because uh, you never know what they need to know when they need to know it, so it can be good for them. Okay. Yeah, and it's, the thing is that the, is that 
if to the extent that you invite people, um, they need to understand that this is this is not a venue for saying I need free vet information, um, sure, or I'm going to yeah. come on and ask medical questions because that's that's we're always overwhelmed in the Q and A section about people asking specific information about their horses. We're going. This is not the place for that. Um, so now they people, need to understand. So you need to. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you need you can, to manage you tell, their expectations. You know, they'll say you can lead a horse to water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can tell yeah. people so that. Just, that doesn't mean they'll follow it. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think what's going to be saying, though, is just set the, right, and set the expectation of what the event actually is for them so that they're absolutely. aware. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank Damn. you, Sandra. Stay cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <Absolutely. definitely. laughs> uh, all right. Thank you for that. And we've got Tiff on too. She was, she's able to join us. Hi, Tiff. Good morning. Good morning, Rainy. Good morning, yeah. Cindy. Good to be here. Trying to be a little noisy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So where are you well, now? Tell us what you've been up to. <laughs> um, so I'm in Cortez, Colorado right now. Um, next weekend, headed to an event in Rock Springs, Wyoming. So that'll be great. Uh, the Royal Crown going on up there. And so, yep, that's where I'll be and promoting Beamer. I'm absolutely, absolutely excited. So, yeah, it's been good. And so I know we've well, talked that... about this um, before, but um, go ahead, Cindy. No, no, you go ahead. You were you – were... Oh. You beat me. <laughs> I <laughs> I was just thinking about um, you know, Tiff and, and you doing all these events and, and maybe I know we like I said, I know we've talked about it before, but I think people would benefit to to find out kind of how you handle yourself at some of these events. Because um most of the time you're participating in these events or at least with people participating in events, you don't you don't usually you don't it's not like you have a booth or anything, correct? So how are you kind of how do you work these shows? in general, these events? So, so yeah, I I do both. Sometimes I do set up a booth, mm-hmm. and I put my name and number on, like, a little pedestal, uh, which obviously would make it look nice, you know, hey, give me a call if you'd like a session, the prices of the sessions, or, you know, one free session, a little, you know, like a little information, and then they can give me a call. Mm-hmm. Um, but other and then other times I don't have a booth set up and I just have gotten to know people. They know me as the Beamer girl, <laughs> and uh, I always try to wear a shirt. That always helps, you know. If I have my my shirts with my logos on them, uh, or the Beamer logo with my name, obviously, and mm-hmm. that kind of usually sparks some interest. They now that people know about it, you know, that's really helpful. They'll be like, "Oh, Beamer," and sparks the conversation. Yeah. I don't know them. So that's always a good thing. You know, wearing your attire is super helpful. And, um, yeah, just I – and other times I, I'm always up by the practice pen a lot, you know, whether I'm riding or observing or helping. And you'll see something, like you'll see someone maybe struggling with their horse behavior-wise. And – and so sometimes I'll just go up to him and be like, hey, you know, I noticed that you're having a little hard time with this horse. I have this really great product called Beamer. If you haven't heard about it, 
I'd love to just offer you a free session. And and most of the time they say yes. And it's a little out of um it's a little out of box kind of doing that, but it's really effective. So if you have the I guess confidence and this is something I've had to work on <laughs> approaching people I don't know, <laughs> you know. But yep. it really is comes from a place of, hey, I noticed you you're having a hard time with your horse and I just really want to help you out and this product's really great takes 5, 10, 15 minutes, whichever you have time for, and then that usually turns into, you know, a good conversation, getting to know the person, the horse, and the responses are really pretty significant behavior-wise with that, and they notice, you know, notice the change. So that's kind of how I approach it. That's awesome. And, All right, you know, Cindy, I what think were you, you going to ask? <laughs> You also are are cognizant of when you're when you see people, you know, because I mean something that's pretty big like Rock Springs, people are going to haul in from a long distance, and particularly with this kind of heat, they're going to be concerned about their horses, uh, you know, drinking when they get off, you know, when they unload, um, and you can tell if a horse is pretty dehydrated, you know, just by looking at them. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, that's a good opportunity too, to offer, you know, um, personally, I, I wouldn't, I'll charge if I see something like that as a demo session, but just to offer to say, you know, um, as you're, you know, as you're, it, as you're bringing your horse in, if, if this is something, let me tell you about this, probably going to help them be able to start to drink. If you want, I'm happy to help you. So. Um, it does take a little while to feel comfortable approaching people that you're not kind of invading their space. But if they're concerned about their horse, uh, that takes priority. So, um, yeah, absolutely. So how long is the event in, in Wyoming, Tiff? Is it a weekend or longer? So it's... Um, I'm going up on Thursday, but it actually starts officially, I want to say, the uh, 8th and goes all the way till like, the 18th, I want to say. I I have to look at the calendar for specifically, but, yeah, it's, it's a big event. It's a really big event. They do a what fraternity. Kind of yeah, I was about to say, what kind of fraternity? Okay. It's called the Royal Crown. And they do roping and barrels. So, yep. Yeah. Half roping, brick. So are you roping and barrel racing? Yep. So you're are you you're participating? I'm guessing. Yes. Yes. Yep. I'll be in the, yeah. in the barrel racing event. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you still do breakaway? I do. Yes, I do. I just okay. uh, haven't. Lately, I've been focusing okay. <laughs> more on my derby horse because she's aging out of several things this year. So I've been both focusing mostly on her. And and so, yeah, it's been good. But, no, I do, I do love to break away. I just don't have cattle currently. And, you know, that just takes a little yep. bit more of that. So giving that a little bit of a break. But, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Awesome. 
Yeah. All right. We do have somebody well, else that just popped on that has a question. Um, we do have a few more minutes. So we've got a couple. Oh, actually, a couple people. I just hadn't scrolled down yet. Um, we've got area code 831. Area code 831. You're live on Blog Talk. Oh, maybe. Hey, My computer will cooperate. There you are. Okay. Good morning. It's Sibylle Montoy. Hi, Um, Cindy, you just said so. it's so obvious to see how what a dehydrated horse looks like. Could you just put some more words on that for no horse people knowledge? <laughs> I'm going to ask Rainy to do that because she'd describe it better than me. <laughs> oh, gosh, I don't know that I would. Um, well, you're definitely going to be see they're, they're sucked in the gut. You know, you can see that. That's what I would notice. Yeah. Yeah, that that's probably the, the most from just like walking by and seeing that. You know, your own horse, you were going to notice some differences too. They're, the way they're going to be, you know, just the way they're going to be holding themselves is going to be very different. Um, there's a lot of different ways to, to tell. Pro- if you don't know horses, that's not going to be something you're going to be able to see. Um, Cindy said yeah. obvious, but obvious to her because she knows horses. If you are not a horse person, no matter how many times we say these are the things you can look for, you're never going to, you're never going to be able to see it. So, um, well, you don't know. Not Maybe that's just not say true. it. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just yeah, but, move. Bits at us, and then when we see horses, or maybe horses on <clears throat> YouTube or somewhere, then at least we know yeah. where to begin to look for. Yeah, it's just it's just a yeah, hard thing to just... kind of recognize if you're not used to seeing horses. But yeah, go ahead, Cindy. Well, I was going to say, you know, Sibella was mentioning there's probably something on YouTube that would that would you know might be give maybe you a side visual. By side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just one of those things okay. that unless you know exactly what it's supposed to look like, it'd be hard for you to recognize what it looks like when it, it's not normal. Um, and but but I would say more for for somebody who's not necessarily a you know horse person, I would I would look at more of the behavioral type things or even just talking to owners, even if you don't actually see any signs of dehydration. If if you've got horses coming in from all over the the country into a show, they are stressed. Um, and they, there is chances of them not wanting to eat, not wanting to, not wanting to drink, stress from the travel, stress from the events. Um, and so you don't have to be very specific about, I see your horse is dehydrated. You should try this. Um, you can just talk about, this is a, obviously a very stressful day. Um, I have something that can help with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a better, yeah, better. I agree. (laughs) Okay, thank you very much. So I don't much. know that we totally answered your I don't know we totally answered your question, but um yeah, I mean YouTube probably is going to have your most visuals because I think it's going to be easier to see it than than explain it. But okay. but yeah, more yes, I would I concentrate on the horse as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. All okay. right. Thank Good. you, Ella, as always. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um all right. Oh, and I saw Oh, there we go. Wait a second. My computer's doing the weird things on me. I'm sorry about that. Um, we, I thought there was a, somebody else. Oh, there it is. Okay. Um, area code 530. Area code 530. You're live on Blog Talk. Hi, this is Kate calling. Um, I have a couple Hi, questions. Hi. One is, um, if you are a barrel racing competitor, um, do you use the Beamer before competition 
as well as after? And if before, how much time do you allow before? That's one question. And the other question, then I'll let you just answer these as you will. When you're trailering a horse, understanding the stress of that, do you do do you have any let's say you're going to do a 6 hour journey would you stop and and beamer sometime in that journey do you beamer before putting them in the trailer and then of course afterwards if you could address maybe diminishing the stress of travel for your horse yeah and we we've and, talked and about this on go. several shows yeah We've definitely talked about this on, you know, talking about trailering and things on several shows. I will, um, I'm sure Tiff has probably the, the most to say about, about that and, and Cindy. Um, but, um, and then we've also talked many times about, you know, before and after, and, 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 and I'll let them both talk, but really the before and after, or, you know, at a show or before or after a race, um, I think that's all very personal. Um, what, both personal choice, both what works best for that, that particular horse, and a time issue. So um, I think overall, sometimes people don't have time before a race to to do it right before. Sometimes it works better for the horse to do it the morning before or the night before. Um, and and so I think a lot of those factors come into play. But I know uh, Tiff, you know, you might have what you do, but it might not work for everybody. That's that's it's exactly the answer. I was. Yep, that's. True. It's going to be, and I know it's hard for people to kind of wrap your mind around that sometimes, but it, it's really it depends on the horse. It really depends on the horse, but I will say most of the horses I have found do best prior to competition. And it can be an hour, two, whatever is, is like you said, like Rainy said, within the time frame that it makes sense for you, for your horse all of the above, as long as they have it prior or after, that's really the best thing. The consistency of it is really what's key. However, every horse is different, and we always say that, but it's really true. Some horses like it on their pole, some like the boots or the cuffs on their pole. Some of them like it, you know, on their – I prefer to do on legs. And, and my my personal horse doesn't like boots of cuffs on her back legs so we do diagonal i do one front leg one back leg and then i alternate one back leg one front leg for five minutes on each while i'm doing a 10 minute session with the blanket so it really just depends on the horse but i have found that most of them react very well prior to competition do you personally like to do before and after or beginning of the day and end of the day when you're on those, those big long events I just do it once because okay. we know and have learned that it, it helps, um, you know, with it stays in our system. But if I yeah. just do it in the morning, I feel like that's good enough. Some people do twice. I talked to a cutter the other day. Uh, well, Al Denning actually does it yeah. prior and after. So it really just depends on the horses. It really depends on your time. I don't usually have a ton, ton of time. And so I just do it. <laughs> But the trailering part, answer the trailering part, always yeah. before, always before you trailer. Because that's a long trip wherever I'm going. I'm usually going far, and so always before. And if you have time, 
me personally, it's usually late when I get somewhere or, or they're just ready to get in the stall and just be settled. And so I don't, but you definitely should when you get to an event because they're acclimating um, and all of those things. But so hopefully that answers your question. Thank you so much. Yes, Cindy, I'm sure you've got stuff to add too. Yep. Well, I was just going to say, Tiff, if if you had, um, you know, if you'd done it before and then you had to run again later in the day, um, might you consider doing it uh, doing it to help recover from the first time you went before you went again? Again, it's a time factor. Oh, yeah, but, um, absolutely, because it does help with that recovery for sure. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, on a on a idealistic day I would do before <laughs> compete and after yeah and that would be that would be the sweet that would be a sweet thing to do for sure yeah uh, yeah I, ideal is not is uh, you know <laughs> sometime in the mind but but and, and again that's all that's not on a horse uh, that's never had any Beamer experience before this is like a horse that's that um, you know, used to the Beamer session already, because um, we want to be mindful about doing something new on a horse before it's going to compete. That's just not that's not the greatest time to demo. And and typically, I I think owners are not would not be receptive to that anyway. But I I've seen exceptions to that. And and in those circumstances, personally, what I would do is to say, come see me after you run. Um, yes. Just because I don't want I don't want there to be anything different with that horse that then is uh, that is could have a possible negative response that would be attributed to Beamer, which is not true, but that's just perception. So. Well, um, and to Cindy, that's a really great point because that is one of the reasons why I approach people that are having behavioral problems because mm-hmm. they see such a significant change prior to competition. So that's one of the reasons why I do that because they don't have near but, as many issues. Yeah. It, and it, again, it's a time factor though. It wouldn't be, you wouldn't be doing that. I, I would think, you know, and maybe this is just different people, but that, um, that would be something that um, you wouldn't do quite a, right before they, you know, they were going to be up in half an hour or something. Um, it probably would depend on the circumstances, but you're right. You could definitely see a lot of behavioral changes. Um, I just, I just am super conservative personally in that respect. Uh, for somebody that was having an issue with a horse, I would definitely say, you know, if you want to try this now, yeah. But hopefully it would be a while before they had to go. And usually the events yeah. that I attend are are long events too. So that's another thing to consider. Are you going to just a day event? Are you going to right. an event that's two days? Are you going to an event that's a week long? Because then you're really going to get, the longer the event, obviously you're going to get more of that relationship built, more results using the beamer on on the animals yeah and 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 the recovery time becomes more and more important the, the longer that i was talking to somebody last night who's going to a cutter 
show that's 10 days long. Well, you know, it's hard for a human athlete or an equine athlete to be as fresh day one as you, at day 10, as you were on day one. And that's really an area where Beamer can shine when you have an opportunity to be able to do, you know, to have them um, use it multiple times and they can really see the difference that their horses aren't getting worn out. And it's not just worn out from the exercise. It's worn out because it's, you know, it's stressful for a horse, even though they might not show it. Physiologically, it's stressful for them to be in a different place. I know, Tiff, you've talked about sometimes where there's altitude changes involved in horses. Um, You know, and again, temperatures and the feed, you know, they brought their own or they're using something provided by the venue. It could be different. Um, There's a lot of factors that can create that ongoing stress on a horse that just says, you know, after the end of the week, they're going, God, get me out of here. Um, Beamer can just be really really helpful in, in those circumstances. Yeah, for sure. And, and so let's um, recap on the question honest? because I feel like in a perfect world, yeah. we don't want to do, for one, they've never had Beamer before, let's say. So we do not do before competition. Do a competition to help with the recovery process, to help with the stress. And the trailering question, before trailering because it's a stressful event, and after. That would be generic but it all goes back to what is good for the, what the horse, then that plays a factor, what the horse likes. Yeah. Thanks for the recap. Kate, Kate, are you there? I hope that helped and answered your questions. Yes. Oh yes. It was wonderful. Thank you so much. Perfect. Thank so you, you can see just from, All right. yeah the discussion. It's 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 not a one size fits all answer. Um, <laughs> I guess we get we could have a, a a broken record saying it depends. It depends. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And we only have a couple minutes left here before we're going to get cut off. But we do have somebody that just popped on. If it's if it's going to be a longer question, I may have you ask you to come back in um, next week. But I've got area code nine one nine. Area code nine one nine. You're live on Blog Talk. Hi, this is Joan from North Carolina. Hi, Joan. Hi, Joan. Hi, Joan. I'd like I just like to make one point. I was listening to this discussion; it was very good, but I didn't hear where you said you also have to pay attention to the rules of the club that you are attending, or the rules of the type of club you are attending. Or type of show. Yeah. You're absolutely because right. There are certain states that don't allow it within so many hours before the show or something. That's, 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 that's true. That's not something that's that you find world. in the world of, of barrel racing. Or, or it's less common in Western events, although it does apply, right. you know, like for raining and things. It, it, you'll see it more frequently in, in English uh, venues, but um, you're absolutely right. There, you know, the rules of uh, if you're on the showground, you need to check in with the show people so that they know you're there, and you need to be aware of what what the rules are. Probably the competitors are, but be mindful of that. Absolutely, thank you. Okay, that's all. <laughs> cool. That was thanks, quick. Joan. 
That's a good point that we didn't really talk about. Yep, absolutely. Not something you usually see, you know, rodeos and barrels and things like that, but definitely an important part of um, something you should be aware of. So, all right, ladies, we have a couple minutes left. Any final words? Tiff? No, just I'll be tuning in next week, um, probably on the road. So, anyway, good. I'll look forward to talking to you guys next week. Yep. Oh, good. Perfect. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and just as I forgot to mention, on the 24th, which is a few weeks away, um, that's going to be um, all of us, well, I don't know about TIFF, but most of us, and, and probably a lot of you, are going to be at the convention. And I I just don't think we're going to, with timing of schedules and, and the events that are going on at convention, I don't think we're going to be able to do blog talk that day. So um, just as a heads up, we probably won't have blog talk on the 24th. So. Um, I'd forgotten to mention that. Um, okay, Cindy, anything from you for, for last words? Um, just as a heads up to put on your calendars, if you haven't attended, there's been two of these so far, but our equine sales uh, manager, Megan Smith, does, they're called the BEFT, the um, roundtables for equine discussion. So that stands for Beamer Equine Sales Talk. And uh, there will be one in the evening uh, this month on August 30th. And that is listed in the calendar of events in your uh, BBO. But they usually start like at 5 p.m. Pacific for an hour. So if you haven't done that, this is a good opportunity to kind of just um, be able to, she usually has a topic she'll bring forth, and but she wants to hear from the field what's going on. So. This is your opportunity for direct contact, and I encourage you to put that on your calendars and participate. Absolutely. That's, That's all awesome. for me. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Cindy. All right, everyone. Um, thank you for all your questions and calling in. We really appreciate it. As you know, we like to talk about what you want to hear, so please please let us know what that is. And always feel free to use the Facebook page. If, if you're not one of the people that's able to listen to this live, you're, um, please use the Facebook page page to ask us questions or um, or suggest topics that you'd like us to talk about So, because we would like to do that. Um, all right, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful week. Stay cool. I think it's hot pretty much everywhere and over the next couple weeks. So stay cool. Keep your animals cool. Um, let's be sure to tune into Blog Talk on the other days. They do some great things on those other days. But of course, we're going to meet you here back next Thursday to talk about horses. All right, everyone. Hope you have such a great week. Bye, Tiff. Bye, Cindy. Bye. Have a great vacation, Rainy. Thank you. Bye. Today's show was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health.